What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the next episode of the HMA Fantasy Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, Jake Pugley, and I am joined today by my two dudes, Jack and Earl. Uh, how you doing today, Earl? Great, man. It feels like uh, we haven't talked in, in forever after uh, all the tournaments we've had and all the different shows, so it's good to, good to chat it up with you guys again. Yeah, for sure. Definitely had, like, at least... It was over a week, I guess, since our last time talking. Um, so, and we've had actual wrestling since then. Speaking of actual wrestling, Jack, how are you doing? Good, man. Just drove up from Dallas to Virginia, kind of self-quarantining for about 10 days here with some, some friends and, and family. And then I'm back up to New York and going to get ready for October. Yeah. So, first of all, how long of a drive is it from Dallas to Virginia? 18 hours. Yeah. And it, so. get, it gets better every time. I'm not going to lie. It's, it's a pretty drive, too. So, you go through Tennessee, and, um, and Virginia is obviously a gorgeous place. Um, so, there's a lot of trees, a lot of nature. So, it's not like a boring drive. Um, sometimes you drive like three hours in texas and you're like falling asleep because it's just desert <laughs> it's, it's not like going through the mountains man it was awesome though it was a good time yeah very cool that's a that's a long time to be driving and uh you said you're driving up with your mom right so at least you weren't by yourself yeah well <laughs> when you're getting your ear talked off the whole time <laughs> i love her but you know how about this question on this question on this, you know, it's well, <laughs> I was, I was on the phone with you yesterday for a little bit. And at one point, Jack just stops talking and goes, hold on a second. And I was like, okay, whatever. And I just sat there and he came back. He goes, sorry. Uh, my mom just drove the car into the other lane. There's 18 wheelers. She tried to kill us. <laughs> it's like, Dude, she is okay. She texts and drives. And it is really scary. It's like, it's always in the other lane. Like she cannot hold the wheel straight to save her life. And then when she's passengering and like one thing goes wrong. <gasps> and I'm like, shut up. Shut up. <laughs> like I'm trying, like I'm, you're freaking me out. Yeah. You don't want me to be freaked out. So. That's funny. I mean, it was good, but it started getting old near the end. Well, you made it. We made it. We made Thank it, goodness, man. man. And yeah. so you're, I guess, checking in with the girlfriend for a few days and then going back up to New York? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go up to New York and start working on this weight that I got to get off. So you said, you said October, right? So October um, 9th, yeah, 9th through 11th. On what's going on October 9th? Uh, so there's like a senior nationals and they're being really sketchy on like what it does, how you can go. They have said nothing. Cause I'm assuming they're not going to like let it be an open where everyone gets to go. Maybe. Um, but I could see it being very packed if that's the case. Uh, maybe they cap it off at a certain number. Um, but they haven't said if it, qualifies you for the next year's Olympic trials they haven't said if it qualifies you for the world championship 
So right now it's just a tournament. You know, it's uh, it's what it what it is. Senior nationals. So hopefully all the best guys go, all the best girls, all the best Greco guys. Yeah. Um, and you know, you win, you win. Um, it's gonna be in Iowa. Uh, the venue looks pretty cool, actually. Not exactly sure where it is. Um, yeah. It's in Coralville, which I don't. I think is close to Iowa City. I'm not 100% sure on that. Yeah, they had a picture of the the stadium. If you go online and and look up information, they have a picture of it. Um, it looks really cool. And then two weeks after that, they're actually doing a U23s in Akron. So I don't know if they're also doing a few look at it because that's what they usually do. Um, that's going to be interesting to me because there's like a thousand people at that tournament every year. Um, and it's not social distance at all. They like, they could, because you, I don't know if you guys have been there, um, but they like take a quarter of the indoor football field and put all the wrestling mats there. If they open that thing up, I bet they could social distance pretty easily there. Don't you think, have you been there at all? No, I've just seen the videos, you know, watch it in the past. Yeah, so they probably fence it off at the 40-yard line, and it's a huge indoor football field that they have it in. So they could probably spread it out. But there's about 20 mats, 25 mats. Um, and you can wrestle U23? I can, yeah. Um, we'll see if that's the plan. Uh, it just depends on how the senior nationals goes. Yeah, yeah so let's just do that. Yeah, as of now, it seems like the only thing on the line is seeding for uh, the Olympic trials because they said those matches will count for seeding. But, but yeah, there's no yeah. qualification. Like, mm -hmm. that's crazy. What if I'm better than most of these guys? I was injured last senior nationals. You know, I couldn't even wrestle. So, uh, if I beat some of these guys, like, that would suck if they have qualification and I don't. And I'll still have to go to last chance. Um, I think that's interesting. Like maybe they should do it for a wild card spot or something. Like if you if you're top five and don't have a spot, then you yeah. should be able to go. Something like that. Um, but then again, why would they want to make it more a lush? Uh, I don't even know. I bet they don't want that many people to go. I don't know. Maybe have that's we have we heard any more about the world championships being in December possibly? I think they have a date and a location. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. I think we, we still have to say that we're going as a country, and uh, they have to have, I think, eight out of the top ten uh, nations from each style say that they're going to compete in it for it to be an official world championships. So and I know Russia is in, mm -hmm. but Iran, Iran seems out, and they're a top ten team. Um, so, so is that well i forgot what i was gonna say now um there are, are we gonna have just the olympic weight classes or is it gonna be all the weight classes just olympic weight classes yep that's what they said it's the six olympics yeah because that was gonna be my other question if they had all the weight classes i was wondering if you and seth were still gonna go 57 or if you would go 61 or consider it is that Me? all? Yeah. No, I'm never going 61. Dude, this weekend, I was shocked with how big he was. I don't know if y'all like, can notice that, but, like, as, he, as soon as he got it on my leg, I was like, holy crap. Like, I'm not used to this. And it was just, like, 
Uh, it was hard to move him. So, you know, uh, obviously I'm talking about Roman Bravo Young. For those of you who don't know, um, lost this weekend 8-1. And it was like, I started off real slow, very flat. Um, and like right away he got in on a leg and I was just like, wow, he's big. Um, yeah, so like 61's out for sure. And I was like walking around at 35 going into it and the weight class was 137 um yeah so 25 for life man i'm never going 61 <laughs> yeah i know i talked to him at one point so it was it was weird because you know leading up to the match i feel like most people kind of was most of us were under the illusion that you were probably bigger right like weight wise number wise like i think a lot of people thought that you were probably coming in being a little bit bigger um but even if that's true like whatever the numbers are when you guys are just hanging out I think he's just uh, yeah I think he's just a little bit bigger and like maybe I don't know like I I don't think that he cuts a whole lot for 33 but I don't think he could go down past it like when I talked to him like he's he said that he had wanted to go 125 at certain points but it just wasn't possible for him. So like, I don't know what all that means. I don't want to speculate on that, but like, um, I, I think, yeah, I, I think he was probably a little bigger. He definitely looked bigger to me. Yeah. Yeah. No, like people that I've been talking to were like, yeah, he looked way bigger. He was about two or three inches taller than me too. Um, he just felt huge. I was shocked. So let's, let's just go ahead and uh you know sam and and jude already actually hit on you know they recapped the whole flow event um for themselves but uh, we're not going to spend the entire time doing that but obviously we're going to go through it and give our thoughts too um so let's go ahead and start off going through that and you know we'll, we'll just we'll finish up talking about your match i know technically it wasn't in that order but uh, we're already talking about it so the one question i have and well, actually, I have questions, but, you know, if you don't want to answer my questions, tell me to shut up. Um, <laughs> but uh, uh, my question was, like, the first scoring exchange that happened, you shot in. So um, I can't remember exactly how it happened, but it was some kind of a, like, arm drag or some kind of a setup with the arms shot in, and he, like, just, like, it's like that weird, like, RBY – been behind wizardry he does man like you shot in it was a good yeah. shot and then he was just behind and mm -hmm. like for me watching it your face you looked a little surprised and yeah. i mean i don't know just can you walk us through like what happened there what you were thinking so the first exchange was actually he shot in from the outside and got in on my leg um okay so there's two zero and then um the second one i shot in and he just like disappeared yeah. And went over the top. And, uh, yeah, I feel like he was ready for me in terms of, like, he knew what I had and was pretty prepared, um, honestly. And I didn't go in watching any film at all. Um, I was just going to go out there and wrestle. And, you know, I was slow, and I just felt, like, flat a little bit. And I don't know if y'all remember this. Y'all definitely do when I remind you, but. Vito and Sammy's match ends at like 7.10. Mm -hmm. We didn't start wrestling until 8 o'clock because of the blackout. 
So like I'm dripping in sweat, ready to go. And then it's like, yeah. oh, we, our site just crashed. Yeah, I was, wonder, I was wondering if that had any sort of effect. And it's like another hour? <laughs> Are you serious? So, you know, I think uh, my mind was, was racing at that point and definitely had an effect. Um, I will say, though, um, you know, obviously it definitely had an effect on you. And sorry to jump in. Um, but that whole situation with the flow site going down and everybody being like, I don't know, you probably weren't even in the know, obviously, because you're just getting ready for the match. Um, but, you know, there was, I guess, few of us that actually still had everything going, right? Like my, my stream wasn't affected at all, but it seemed like, <laughs> it seemed like 95% of the wrestling world was just locked out. And so yeah. like Twitter's blowing up, like going crazy. Um, and, you know, I don't, I don't know what happened. I don't want to speculate on it or whatever, but I will say, as much as it probably sucked for you guys and everybody else that was going, um, it, it was good that they at least decided, Hey, let's just like stop this until we figure it out. Um, Cause sure. I know, I know I would have been pissed and a lot of other people would have been pissed if you'd have, you know, especially if you'd have paid money, you know, got your subscription just for this event. And then that happened. Right. Oh, so yeah, no doubt. They had to, they had to stop it. I think they should do pay-per-view or try and get with some like a bigger, I don't even know what I need to do more research on this, but like how come some pay-per-view events, like there is no problem with the stream, like maybe set up a deal with ESPN where flow uses their stuff. I don't know. And then do pay-per-view from there. I don't know. Maybe that's just me and maybe they're like competitors in some sort of way. Yeah. Um, yeah. But like, I don't know. That's ridiculous at this point. It happens all the time. Every time there's a big event, flow streams go down. I love flow, but it, it's driving me insane because what was the last one? Remember fresh, my freshman year, Oklahoma State, Penn State, when Nick Seriano blew out his ankle? Streams mm -hmm. crashed. Mm -hmm. um, pretty much. Well, and then they went to Big Ten. That's why it hasn't happened in a while because it was on Big Ten. Mm -hmm. And um like all the ohio state penn state matches have been fine they haven't yeah. crashed so just use a provider or something like a television provider maybe stream it from there yeah um dude i will say this about rby i definitely underestimated him because he's a lot better than i thought he was um he's gonna kill it he felt really strong and he felt really fast and honestly, yeah. I, I went in with three weeks of training. <laughs> like, yeah. I wasn't – I'm not kidding. I was sitting on the couch doing nothing for the past three months. So, you know, I kind of deserve to get my ass whooped a little bit, you know. Um, but now it's whatever. I mean, I'm probably never going to wrestle him again. So, if I do, it will be at my weight on my terms, you know. And so, I think I like that more. Do you think – First of all, are are you a guy outside of this match that usually watches tape or um, – and also, like, let's say this match happened again. Let's say they were just like, all right, we're running this thing back September 1st or whatever. Would you watch tape next time? Yeah, i definitely watch film. I would definitely watch some film. Um, I'm a big film watcher, usually. But, like, this match, it didn't matter to me. Um, it didn't matter to me at all.
Yeah. I think I don't need to prepare for him. I need to prepare myself for when I get down. Because right now, like, personally, I think I'm really good when I'm on the offense and attacking. But I think I got shocked right away. Like I said, I felt like, holy crap, he's big. And it kind of, like, took me a whole period to get over that. And the second period was a lot closer, and I was pushing the pace more. And uh, ended up getting on his leg twice. And just, like, the first period was terrible. It was really bad. <laughs> yeah. No, I I definitely agree with what you said there. Like, I think, you know, the first takedown, it happened, whatever. People get taken down, whatever. You kind of shook it off. I think that second one, like I said, just you could see kind of like a little bit of a surprised look, and I think it kind of threw you off a little bit. Um, but, yeah, may not. I'd love to see it again when both of you guys have been training and there's not, you know, corona going on. Um, but, you know, you can't make any excuses. This is the situation we were in. But I would definitely love to see it again. So Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Uh, hats off to him because he felt ready. And he was – he has been training hard, so he deserved to kill, to kill me like that, you know. Um, I'm excited for the next opportunity to go out and compete, and I think, like, kind of a stepping stone for me, you know. Um, been only in New York for three weeks, like I said, training for three weeks, and I felt like I've already gotten a lot better. And I just need to work on a few things, maybe. Um, and then I think I'll, I'll be back and, and better than ever. I like my situation, and I'm not discouraged at all. I'm sure it's good to have a match like this, just like you said, as a stepping stone rather than having it at senior nationals or last chance qualifier or something like just something to, you know, For sure. get everything out. For sure. Because you're going to have these matches where you're flat and not moving. And, you know, I'm excited to go out and to senior nationals and be at 57 and be like, holy crap, I'm a lot bigger than these guys. I'm ready to go. Yeah. I mean, that's even something. I said to my wife while we were watching it right after it ended, I was like, you know, as much as it sucks, I was definitely obviously pulling for Jack. Um, we got bigger stuff coming down the pipe. And, you know, if there's a match that you want to get kind of punched in the mouth in, it's definitely not a senior national. She'd rather, you know, kind of get that, that wake up call match back into competition kind of before, right? Because when you hit all these dudes at senior nationals, it's their first time wrestling in six months or whatever. Um, yeah you're gonna be the wake-up call so um kind of good to get that out of the way real quick for sure for sure because it happens with everybody um but other matches i mean unless is there anything else you want to talk about or, or you want to go to the other ones no no i'm good cool um so back at the top we started off with Vito and sammy um which which was a great match. I think it ended it ended how I thought it was going to end. I don't know about you guys, but um, but it, it was a fun match, and you know, I I really do think it went exactly how I thought. Like I, I thought Vito would pretty much dominate the match, and Sammy would have his kind of moment, right? He'd have a, a takedown or something, um, which he did. Uh, but at the end of the day, I think it kind of went how I thought it would. Did, uh, did you get to watch any of the match, Jack, before? Or I know you've probably watched it since. Uh, yeah, I was kind of watching it before I went out. Um, I think personally, and I know he thinks this too, I think Vito was pretty flat um, as well. I don't think that that was a good Vito at all. 
um, just kind of sloppy. And he was like talking about it. He was like, yeah, if I wrestled someone else, I might, <laughs> might be on the losing side of things today. Um, I think Sammy's just kind of young when it comes to freestyle. Uh, dude, that kid's huge. I, he's going to have a hell of a time making 33 next year if it, if it happens, but, um, huge. I was shocked. He looked like he was kind of sucked out for 40 too. Big broad shoulders, you know, big frame. Yeah. Okay. Something I got to, something I got to throw in there. Like you were saying, it's going to be a heck of a time for him to make 133. Um, after that match, I don't know if it was that night or the next day or whatever, there was a tweet from Sammy, um, that, you know, talked about, you know, thank you, Flo, blah, blah, blah. Um, but he somehow said basically thank you for letting me wrestle uh the last match of 2020 is how he put it like his last match in 2020 and so if we're gonna have a college season right as far as i know Rutgers hasn't postponed to second semester so if there's going to be any type of a college season does did that kind of like slip like red shirt sammy he's already redshirted i think no, nah, he, he was a true freshman last year. Was he really? Yeah. I thought yeah. he was at NC State. He, he, someone else. You no, know, he uh, – I think he signed with them. I know he committed to them. I don't know if he signed and then – like. Okay, kind of I thought last... he spent a year at NC State and yeah. then he transferred. My yeah, bad. the last second he, he went from NC State to Rutgers. No, he needs a redshirt. He needs a redshirt and go 41 because I don't think that he can make 33. I'm not going to lie. I don't think he can do it. Well, it's just um, like – and it, if he can, he definitely ain't going to perform on a one-hour weigh-in. It surprised me. And, I'm like, I don't know, maybe I'm digging too much into it. But, like, when he said that, you know, obviously there's the whole, like, is Suriano coming back? Um, if Suriano came back, how would they fit everybody? Because they obviously, like, you know, Aguilar at 25, Sammy's at 33, Sebastian's now at 41. Um, when he said that, in my mind, was like, ooh, are they going to redshirt Sammy? Does that mean Suriano's back at 33? I know Suriano's not big, so he could go 25, but Suriano's Suriano, and he's going to do whatever the heck he wants, so. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that kid's making 33 ever again, though. He's going 41. He looked like he was cutting weight for 40, to be honest. So, man, can you imagine if Suriano came back and went 25 and – you know, I've heard so many rumors. I don't think I necessarily agree, but fix 25. Do do you think – 25. Yeah, so I was thinking. I was like, is that a possibility? Can you imagine if those three were at 125 next year? I could mm, – you know, if fix went 25, that's the weight class I wanted. I wanted it to be all four of us at 25. Yeah. And if Sebastian was there too, that would have been sick. Could you imagine? Oh, yeah. That would be so much fun. And then it would, yeah. Yeah, that's the weight class I wanted. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean o- Oklahoma State, they, they like to, you know, suck down their guys. You know, they, they cut as much weight as possible. So I'm sure that's uh, on the table. If I had to bet, I think it would be 33. But uh, who knows? Yeah. I mean, it, w- it would be best for the team if he was at 25 for sure. But I don't know. Yeah. I'm I'm betting both of them, 33. You know, depending on if they wrestle this year. Um, I don't know if Suriano will wrestle. I think he might I, get into fighting. 
I saw him at the Big Ten tournament, and, you know, he's standing seven, eight feet away from the mat, kind of just with his arms crossed against the wall, and you're having these crazy matches with the Rutgers guys. <laughs> he's not even, like, batting an eye. Um, me kind of reading into, like, body language and stuff, I'm thinking, like, if it's my teammate and, you know, he's in a – a sudden victory match at the Big Ten, you know, you're kind of going crazy at the side of the mat, you know, cheering for him or something. He looked like he'd rather be anywhere else in the world. So, I mean, he's he's not he's a, a team player. He's a different type of guy. So, to yeah. me, it wasn't like, oh, you know, this guy's going to be back to, you know, fight with his team. You know, it seemed like he was kind of disassociating himself with the team. But, again – He's well, he was training at NYC RTC. Yeah. He wasn't even training with his own club because he didn't like his team. Mm -hmm. That's why he was training in New York City because he didn't want to be in Rutgers. He didn't want to be at New Jersey RTC. Hey, man. Well, I guess time will tell. I guess we'll, we'll see who comes back. And um, have we – did we ever hear, you know – Definitely. If can people take a second Olympic red shirt? I mean, I, I know that people can take in their career, but like back to back. Oh, for next year. Mm, about, about a month and a half ago, I talked to Sean Bournemouth. You know, he has all those guys. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, at that point, he hadn't heard anything about it one way or the other. So I, I don't know if there's been a ruling that's come down or, you know, I, I guess, I guess they could. Um, I don't know if that's necessarily the best thing if you're, you know, going to go to school for seven years or whatever it is, but who knows? So that just still blows my mind because if, you know, the guy that jumps out to me is Fix. If Fix did that and took a second Olympic red shirt, you guys realize when he came back for his sophomore year in college, he would have a degree from Oklahoma State. <laughs> Dude, he's like my age. Yeah. No, no. Got, yeah. I never got held back. He got held back. We're the same age. Now, the thing I think to look out for is I've heard rumblings from different coaches that they're going to try to redshirt everybody possible just because, you know, this could be a really weird season. We had the, uh, you know, terrible ending to last season. So I don't think coaches want to lose two seasons for their elite athletes if, uh, you know, they can avoid it. So we may see a lot of guys that hadn't redshirted in the past take ones, maybe like yeah. RBY. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that'd be smart that. for him, for sure. But what if, like, okay, question there, though. You know, if you're a guy like RBY who was definitely in the title hunt last year, um, I mean, he was right there with those top three or four guys, but – I think, you know, especially at the Big Ten Finals, we can kind of agree that he wasn't the favorite, right? Sebastian kind of yeah. handled it. I mean, they were right there together, but, yeah, a little – like there was still kind of a pecking order. Um, if you're a guy like that who's, like, right on the cusp but not really the guy, let's say – I don't I can't even think in my head. You know, Michich fixed both redshirt. Like, do you still redshirt because maybe I just want to save this year in case whatever happens? Or do you say, screw it, those guys are gone. Let's go win one now. I think that's a bad risk to take. Bad risk. It's not worth it. Season gets canceled. Like, dude, if I knew this season was going to get canceled, I would have redshirted for sure. Yeah. <laughs> 
I, th I think generally from, you know, following the sport for a little while now, um, I normally would say if you can win this year, you win this year, you know, next year is not guaranteed as far as injuries, uh, you know, whatever else happens to you. So you try to win when you can, but when you have this kind of hanging over your head, uh, this is kind of an exception where, yeah. you know, you kind of got to do what's best for yourself. And if that's redshirting and potentially avoiding this disaster, then so be it. Man, I, I hope this all gets resolved, man. Just push it to a second semester sport. Give everybody the best shot at that. I don't know. I know that, you know, high schools are doing it, and I'm fingers crossed that North Carolina will do it because I really, I really want it to be a second semester sport anyways. Um, yeah. But. Virginia private school hasn't done it yet. Yeah, Virginia public schools have moved it to the, yeah, yeah like springtime. Yeah. yeah, I saw that. Virginia private schools are still normal stuff. Yeah. Well, we're getting a little off top off topic as we usually do. Uh so back back to that card, right? So we, we talked about, you know, Vito. I think I, I agree with what you said. I don't think Vito looked like he had as much pop as he usually does. I think he handled his business. You know, I, I think he did what he needed to do to get done, but I a hundred percent agree. Um, especially in that first period, I was definitely watching going like I thought it'd be over already. I, I thought that he'd kind of beat up on him a little bit more. Um, I mean, <laughs> how, how picky am I as a fan to say that when he got the tech anyway? Um, but yeah, no, I agree. I, I think uh, it's kind of hard for, for anybody to come, come in, you know, full tilt with the world like it is right now though. So uh, I think we got the best veto we could get at the moment, but um it was still a fun match, man. Bunch of points on the board. Fun one to watch. Kicked it off. Got everybody excited. And then we had to wait for two eternities. Um, but uh, after after your match, then we had Pletcher and Caldwell. So what did you guys think about that one? I, I think it kind of played out maybe how you would expect, you know, um, props to Caldwell for coming back and laying it on the line eight years away from the sport. Oh, yeah. I think he's 32 years old. Um, you know, I, I think he's one of the few guys where, you know, I had it in the back of my mind, like maybe he could do something just cause he's such a unique, crazy athlete. Like maybe he could pull this off, but you know, reality set in and, you know, Pletcher's a stud and you know, he's been training for, you know, this whole time. He pukes. <laughs> Everywhere. Caldwell? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everywhere. Just. <laughs> wow. But he freaking, like, he had the lead for part of the match, you know, and then he went after it. I think that was super impressive. He's really good dude. He was hanging out yeah. with us the whole time. I was, uh, really like him. Really like him a lot. He, uh, he caught me off guard a little bit because, like, I was, fully prepared to see just hell being thrown at Pletcher for the first period. And he came out and was a lot more reserved and like calm and collected and, um, you know, picking his, his shots. And I, th I think in, in my opinion, I thought it was going to be kind of a crazy couple minutes at the beginning and then a, a Pletcher domination. Um, so I think, Caldwell really did a whole lot better than I thought. 
Um, and I was, I was happy to see that because it really was a good match. It was fun to watch. Um, but yeah. So tell us, are there any fun stories with spike ball or whatever with Caldwell? Uh, not really. Um, I didn't really work out with Caldwell cause, um, I was training with Fletcher actually. Mm-hmm. Um, so Caldwell was working out with like Chimizo and them, but no, it was cool watching – we watched the Bellator fights with him. And, you know, it's just cool always watching fights with a fighter, someone that really knows what they're talking about. And um, He was just a good dude. He was uh, – yeah, I don't know. I like him a lot. So I got a comment, too. On one of these shows, we, t- we asked you about, you know, training with Chimizo and uh, if you're ever going to get a takedown on him. So you did get the take. I got the first one. I think I got the first two. So, <laughs> and then he took me down with ease. Yeah. So yeah, I, did I, you watch it? You watch I, it? I saw the one clip um, and it didn't like, it, I think it actually stopped before you got the two, but like you, you were about to get it. You're right there. Let me tell you that sucked. <laughs> that sucked being on his leg. I'm not surprised Dake did not get a takedown. Um, yeah, I got in on his leg and it was hell. It was, I was in on the leg for like 50 seconds, minute. It's like, and then I got up and I was like, that wasn't worth it. I'm exhausted. Yeah. Um, yeah. It just, it was funny too with that clip. Like, you the whole time are like full tilt trying to get this leg and like, obviously talking to you like i knew you wanted to get the takedown on him so like i can see it in your eyes like i have to get this i want to get this you're like going for it and then he's just kind of like playing around just like that's how he wrestles it's so weird unbelievable (laughs) the way that he moves is just different it's so cool yeah but yeah so um that that i mean that pletcher Pletcher Cobble match was a good match though, and uh, it was it was definitely a better match than I thought it was going to be. So I was it was good to see Cobble come out and and put on. Um, so after that, we've got two more matches left. We had David Taylor versus Miles Martin. Um, Jack's hanging his head. No, what, I was uh, stretching my neck. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, well, I mean, I, I thought it was probably uh, something with this match, um, but David. David dominated, man. He did what he does, um, and he handled his business. Earl, what did you think about that one? Yeah, I mean, it was, I guess, pretty much how I, I'd expect it to go down. You know, Taylor looks uh, – I don't know if he's at the top of his game, but he looked pretty impressive. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm trying to just think of somebody domestically to go with him at 86. There's no one. Yeah. No one. Yeah. That was the match to make. That was the match. Like, you could put the heat up against him, but I don't think that the results would be much different. Personally, David Taylor might be the baddest dude on the planet. Um, I know Jaden, for sure. Um, all around Jaden, I would say. But offensively, there's no one better than David Taylor right now in the U.S. and in the world. I think that he can score from anywhere, and his arsenal is unreal. And I think that the match to make, if, if there is a competitive match to make, it's Sad Um I know that that's absurd and yada, 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 but Sad doesn't look super lean at 97 kilo. He's just doing it because he's doing it for a challenge. 
he was an 86 kilo guy. They could definitely meet at 92. I yeah. think that that's, that is the match to make if you want to see David Taylor in a competitive match. If you don't want to make it competitive, put him against someone else because there's no one else that can challenge him in the entire world right now. Unless you put Jaden down at 92. Um, or, or Kyle Snyder at 92. But Snyder, I don't know if he can make it. So, yeah, I, I mean, as far as domestically, I still think – I think Zahid is number two, if you ask me. Um, I, mean, I agree. I agree. Uh, I think Zahid's the number two guy. I still think David beats him. I still think David beats him handily. I don't think he'd tech him. Um, I don't. I, I think that Zahid could hang in there. I'm not saying it's a two-point match, um, but I, I don't think he gets teched. Um, maybe I'm crazy. Who knows? But I, I think – I don't know. I, I agree with you 100% about offensively, right? I, I don't think that there's a better – dude in the world offensively i think david taylor offensively pound for pound best wrestler in the world um and i would love to see that matchup with sadjulayoff but i want to see him i'd want to see him wrestle Jaden first um and I'd, i really want to see how that one would go running it back because i think both dudes you know last time they wrestled it was an incredible series and i think both of them have jumped levels since then both of them are tremendously better than the last time they wrestled. And so I'd like to see it happen again. Um, just that kind of old school offense versus defense who wins battle. Um, and even, I think, I, I don't want to misquote or whatever, but on Twitter, you know, that everybody was talking about, you know, David Taylor calling out Sad July off and all that kind of stuff. Um, and I think Jaden at one point kind of like quoted one of David's tweets and was like, uh, I don't. I don't remember exactly how he said it, but basically, like, hold off, Sedgulaf. I got. I got him first. Kind of deal. Is that how you guys? Took I got. It? No, I read it like he wants Sedgulaf first. Yeah, he's like, if you're gonna okay. come into the country. You gotta go through me first because I'm going up to your weight. I'm coming at you. If you dodge me, that's bullcrap because I'm here. I'm here now, and I can take you at your weight. Let's do this first. Let's run this first, and then. David can have a shot. Okay. Yeah, okay. that's how I interpret it too. Yeah. That makes more sense. Um, that's why I have you, you lovely gentlemen, around to, uh, to correct me because hey, I'm wrong. Hey, either matchup, that's freaking awesome. I would take mm-hmm. any yeah. any of those. Well, see, for me too, like I, Jaden, I think Jaden's gonna gonna be the rep at 97. I think that he can beat Kyle, and so I think that. I think Jaden and Sedgulov is going to happen. I think it's I, – I don't see anybody getting in the way of that being the Olympic final in 97. Um, I mean, obviously, there's, there's really good dudes from other countries. I just think – I think those are the two best dudes in the world, and I really find it hard to believe that anybody's going to get in the way of that. Um, so I think it's going to happen. I would love to see David Sedgulov wrestle. So, I, I mean, I agree. I'd rather see Jaden wrestle Sedgulov first, but – I just think that Jaden's going to definitely have a shot at one point, so I'd love to see both of them. Kyle Snyder can get in the way. Um, I'm I, I'm picking Jaden. Jaden's my pick. But if it's like – if I rank the top six of the Olympic team, 
he he's like one of the last in confidence because Kyle Snyder's Kyle Snyder. He had a down year, and I mean, everyone does. Everyone has a bad tournament every once in a while. He still is one of the best guys we got. Yeah, I mean, and when he's on, when Kyle Snyder's on, he's beaten Sadulias. The only one to do it. So, so I mean, Snyder can beat him. I, I think that we're counting out Kyle Snyder too early, too soon, because we haven't, like, like with the Kyle Dake thing, we've kind of seen Jaden at 92 kilos, which isn't, as Chimizo said, would say, like, 92 kilo? What's that? <laughs> it's not an Olympic weight, you know? So, I mean, the competition's going to be a little weaker there. And, uh, oh, he, he kills me, man. He, he kills me just discrediting Kyle's championships because they weren't at Olympic weight, but then calls himself a two time world champion, which is true, but one of those is not at an Olympic weight. He's also so, been to the Olympics and no, medaled at the Olympics. No, I, I dude, I, I have no room <laughs> here to talk crap, but like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you're going to say that neither of Kyle, you know, Kyle's championships don't really mean much because they're not an Olympic weight, then, you know, technically only one of yours does. Well, he's medaled at Olympic weights. Yeah. And Kyle can't make the team at the Olympic weights. Yeah. I think that's like where he's going with it. Um, no, but I understand what you mean. Yeah. It's kind of a little confusing there, but. Well, question for you here then. All right. I, I think, I think it's, in, at least in my mind, undoubted that the top three dudes in the world are really clear cut. I think there's three guys at the top that are whatever order you want to put them in, Sajalaf, uh, Jaden, and David. What order do you put Ooh. those three in? No, I don't. I don't think that that's the top three. Yeah. No. Who do you guys got? Sidikov is. I got Sidikov number, number one. four. He might be number one. <sighs> yeah. I think you got to go Sajulayev, Sidikov, and then it's Jaden or David. And I, I think I'm leaning Jaden just recency bias david's been out for a while even though david looked freaking sharp i think it's Jaden number three okay well whatever whatever we put him in i i have yeah i i can i can definitely see i don't know for me i think it'd probably be sedulayoff Jaden, sitikoff david actually thinking about it now I think I'd probably have to put Sidikoff above David, but I think we, we can all agree those are, the, those are the four guys, right? I gotta think. Yeah, and I, I don't know. Some people would throw Yazdani in there um, with I can't Taylor being Yazdani, out, but I, yeah, can't do that. Well, my next question was going to be who's number five? <laughs> Who is the sixty-five kilo champ? Was it Rashidov? Yeah. Dude, Rashidov looked good last time. I think he went through King Shkishavili, Haji, Aliyev. I mean, that weight class is loaded, and he went through it pretty easily. What about and the, dude, and uh, the, ja the Japanese guy, too. What's his freaking name? Is it Takahashi? Is that his name? Mm-hmm. I think so. And then Agoyev is great, too. Mm -hmm. He's been pretty dominant recently. I think Agoyev's up there for me, for sure. Um, what's, uh, uh, what's the dude... 
125 kg. Um, oh, Taha or Gino? Yeah, yeah Taha. G- yeah. Yeah, but they're so close. They almost hurt each other because yeah. they're so hand in hand. Yeah. Neither one is so dominant. So it's like it almost hurts them in yeah. terms of pound for pound. I think maybe Gino's passing by a little bit. He's a little bit younger, but yeah, they, they always kind of go back and forth. Yeah. yeah. Who, who's your top five, Earl? Um, shoot. Uh, probably Sajulayev, uh, Sitikov. Um, I kind of – I like Cox. Um, probably Rashid off Taylor. Wow. Okay. I think that I think that if you asked me before this event, Jake would have been in my top five, but now he's not. Yep. Um, I'll go Rashidov as as five. I think I think that's the just the weight class he went through. The let's see. I want to see the. Uh, the route he had to win. I got them pulled up right here. I, I think. What do you guys think about Agoya versus Rashidov? Like, why are you guys oh, picking Rashidov over, over him? I mean, it just kind of like the guys uh, Jack was talking about. You know, sixty or uh, yeah, sixty-five is just freaking loaded with former yeah world champions, world medalists. Uh, those guys. So this is the two dudes that I can't decide between. This was his Five. route. He beat Haji Aliyev in the first round, and then he wrestled a guy from Egypt, and then he beat Odegaro, who was like the returning world champ, I think, or returning silver or something. And then he beat Al- Haji Ali from Bahrain, and then he beat Musikayev, um from Hungary, the guy that Yanni broke. <laughs> And then he beat the guy from Kazakhstan in the finals who beat Bajering 9-9. Yeah. I mean, 65 kilos is just a little more loaded in terms of talent. Um, Goyev went through the Iranian, the Mongolian, uh, Ravi from India, and then uh, Suleiman Atli. The guy who goes back and forth with yeah. Michich. See, I just think that 65 is a little tougher, so I'm going to go Rashidov. And yeah. then I don't even know. I'd probably go Gino 6 and then Ugoyev. Or yeah. was it Gino that won last or Taha? Whoever won was, last. I think it was Gino. Yeah. It was. Um, Gino won 6-6. Six, six. Well, we're, we're, we're getting – you know, we have about 40 minutes left to talk. So I want to make sure we get to what we really wanted to talk about today. Yeah. So that, that la- let's, let's hit on that last match real quick. Right. So Dake Chimizo, um, what did you guys think about how it went down? Did, did it go down how you thought? Did, what'd you think? You know, I said that the score was going to be four, three or something like that a while ago. I think you can quote me on that, but Honestly, it wasn't how I, I thought Dake was gonna kind of dominate, and he didn't. He didn't even get a takedown. And right then and there, I was like, "Bro's our guy. He's gonna be our guy." And I think Frankie like could have won the match. 
See, I, I can't get on board with that though. And everybody's saying that. Everybody's like, oh, it's Burroughs. Obviously, it's Burroughs. We didn't see Burroughs wrestle after this layoff, right? We, if take, take out, put Burroughs in, if Burroughs had only won by a point, you know, like, I, I don't know. Like, I. Yeah, but if you can't get a takedown, how do you expect to win? Especially against Jordan? Because you know Jordan's going to take you down at least twice. I don't know. I mean, you got you got to get a takedown. I I'll agree that I think I, I'll agree that the Burroughs is the favorite in my mind. Um, but I don't think that it set Dick back as far as people are making it seem for me. Um, I, again, like if if you look at the whole card, um, there was really only two dudes on the entire card that I thought. Looked, looked good as good as they would have without this whole thing <laughs> i'm not saying look good no uh, no i'm not saying that but like you got to take in all this corona stuff man like oh for sure people are no, no, no. With... definitely on that corona okay. really hurt me <laughs> all right jack don't don't try to make me look like a jerk all right i'm um, no i'm not making you look yeah. like a jerk i'm totally on I, I need to believe that or else i'm gonna be real discouraged you know well i i think it, it was RBY and David. Um, oh, for sure. For sure. I thought that, that was the best RBY's ever looked. Of course, yeah. as you can see. <laughs> yeah. um, David, awesome. Pletcher looked good, too. Yeah, and he, he had that match last month at Rumble on the rooftop, and he didn't, look, he didn't look very good then. So I he looked really he's, bad then. Yeah, yeah he's for probably him, been – Yeah, probably hitting it hard since then, but – uh, I mean, it, it was it was it was both guys, uh, you know, Dake and Chimizo that probably had to deal with rust. So I kind of just negate that. Um, personally, for me, I, I like Burroughs before the match, and you know, obviously nothing's going to change after that. Um, Man, I really wish that Seth was on today because he is huge. He's always been king stays the king sort of guy. Mm-hmm. And I was definitely high on Dake before, and now I'm changing my mind. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I. I don't know, man. I I definitely agree that that it swung more bros for me, but um, I'm I'm not ready to say that it's purely bros now. I don't know. Yeah. Not, I don't think it'll be per you know purely bros. You know. It, I could see it being a three-match set again, um, you know, with Dake taking one of them. And he's good enough. He probably will take one. But Where are the trials at? Win or home mat advantage? Oh, yeah. See what I did there. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I mean, it was in Lincoln last time. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I think we should we should get to these women's matches because I want to talk. I, there's one I really want to talk about. Um, Tamira versus Adeline. Okay, so hold on, hold on, real quick. Um, sorry, I, I'm we we we're trying to hire somebody at my high school, so I'm texting people. Um, but before we get into that, I haven't even said it. What we wanted to talk about today is the the top women's matchups we'd like to see, right? Um, so 
with everything going on, you know, I'm not playing into that whole deal. And like, we don't even need to talk about, you know, who supports women's wrestling, Greg, whatever, who cares? Um, we wanted to talk about some women's matches that we'd really love to see um, and, and really try to shine a light on that. Cause dude, women, women have some of the best matches I've ever seen. Right. And so we, we definitely need to shine a light more on that. And, um, Jack said it best kind of before we got on the show, um, take us back 10 years or whatever, when, when you wanted to see freestyle wrestling, right. Freestyle wrestling wasn't even that big for us for a little while there. And so you had to like really go and seek it out. Um, and, and right now it's the same situation with women's and Greco, right. It's not as mainstream as freestyle is. And so, um, people need to get, get on the computer and go seek it out. Right. And, I'll be the first one to say that that I need to do it as well. Um, I, I've watched all the the men's stuff and kept up with it so well, just because it's right there pushed in my face. Um, but I haven't been seeking out women's and Greco as much, um, and I need to get on it because. And I'm excited because there's a whole new untapped world that I haven't you know dove into. So um, I'm definitely excited to get into it. But um, Earl and Jack have have been thinking a lot about some good matchups and um, you know, we wanted to, to highlight some of those women's and, and maybe even some Greco wrestlers if we got some and, and get into some matches that we'd like to see. So uh, yep. that's kind of our, our you know, prelude to it, but Jack, go ahead. Sorry. I, uh, I jumped in. No. Yeah. I'll just add on like the matches are out there. So back in the day it was even for folk style, like it's hard to find some of these matches when we were doing, um, like the NCAA champions duels or uh, best to never win it. It's hard to find them. Um, but Flow covers all the USA wrestling events. They're, Flow has all these women's matches. You can go back and watch the world championships on track. Um, you know, go and promote, go find a favorite wrestler. Um, I think you start with that and then post about them. Make it known that you want to see more women's matches because Flow's a business. They're going to go to the money. And right now, it's the only business we have. Um, um, I'm all for competition, and they're all for competition, too, you know. Someone wants to go and, and uh, stream women's matches, promote women's matches, then Flow's going to promote and stream women's matches as well more. Um, go, get, go get a favorite women's wrestler. Mine um, is Tamira. Um, she's awesome. Um, I wore her shirt actually at the, uh, at the event and she like uh, found out about it and she texted me and was super excited about it. And, you know, she has this awesome personality and uh, Colleen, my, my girlfriend and I, we, we watch her and, and keep up with her follower on Instagram. So yeah, the main match I would want to see is a super match between her and Adeline. And I think, I, I don't know. We all, y'all, what do y'all think? Especially like Earl, because Jacob's wrestling integrity is super at stake here. Especially Earl, because <laughs> Jacob doesn't matter. I get it. All right. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, I, I think, yeah, that's what probably your two top women right now uh, for the U.S. Kind of hard to say exactly where Helen Rulis is at. But uh, yeah, that would be an incredible match. Um, Adeline Gray has uh, just the leg lace. I mean, she's going to get exposure on pretty much uh, anybody. 
uh, Tamira's kind of really developed into well-rounded a little little bit of good at everything um she she wasn't as experienced on the mat you know even as a year or two ago but she's really you know been able to get some scores from parterre um she's pretty diverse as far as her offensive attacks so yeah i mean that's that's probably the number one match if we're doing catch weights and stuff that i'd go for she tech followed her way to the finals and then won eight to two in the finals and it was four takedowns mm-hmm. man I was you know I was watching some matches with both of them last night I didn't have a whole lot of time um wanted to to watch a movie with with the wife but I was watching uh I was watching those two and I I really ah oh, it would be a fun one to watch but I got Tamira I I think that I think she'd win I don't know. I just think – I don't know. I, I I don't have a whole lot of experience with it, and I, I want to hear who you guys think would win. But, yeah. I mean, no. I, I think Adeline is very – you know, she's super experienced and, um, you know, g- going to have the size and I think a, a reach advantage. And she'll, she'll probably be able to neutralize Tamir a little bit on her feet. And then, you know, the big thing is if she can get that takedown and, uh, you know, she just blows matches open, you know, in the blink of an eye with uh, the lace and stuff. So, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I'm, I think at this point in time, Adeline's maybe a little well-rounded, a little too much of a veteran, but it's, it's definitely a great thing to think about. Yeah, I definitely, definitely saw that. Um, and I say saw that, like I've watched plenty of matches before. Um, but yeah, if, if Adeline gets a takedown or any point in there, then it's definitely going to put the match in jeopardy. Cause she's so good on top, man. So good. Um, but I, I don't know, just watching the two, I think I like Tamir a little bit more on the feet. Um, Jack, what do you think? I, um, I would go with Tamira and it, it, I think it just depends on if she believes she can because right now she like no one knows her ceiling you know she hasn't been pushed at all ever since she believes she can win and um you know i think that that belief goes a long way and i think she is our best woman's wrestler right now and she hasn't really been touched you know ever since she kind of got into her throne um size advantage is a lot though like that's it's eight kilos like 20 pounds that's a good amount of weight to be given up so i don't know um hold up jack all right you shut down my match last night that i wanted to see because of a weight advantage and now you're sitting here telling me there's a 20 pound difference and you're cool that that, wait what was what do you want to watch I said that the match that I would want to see is Jakara and Helen. And you shut me down and was like, nope, Wade's too yeah, big of a deal. There, that's like it's still going to be a 10-pound difference. And it's at a smaller weight. I think that that matters more when you're at a smaller weight than it does at a bigger weight. What do, you, what do you think about that one, Earl, um, with Jakara Winchester and, and Helen Marulis, if that one were to uh, happen? Yeah, I mean, I, I'd have to go with Helen with the the size and 
again, I, I like the veteran veteranness of Helen, uh, kind of along the same lines of what Jack was saying just now about uh, Tamira. You know, Jakara has really come into her own in the past, you know, year or so. So um, I really don't even know what her ceiling is quite yet. So you know, maybe that's a match in the, in the future. She gets more confidence. She gets more seasoning that, you know, maybe she could take. But if we're doing this now, I'd have to go with Helen. But at the same time, you know, I, th I think uh, she's been away from the mat for a while. So um, at, at this time, we're, I'm not sure whether it's 2017 Helen or, you know, what we're talking about. Because she was just dominant, maybe the you know best woman on the planet at that point. Oh, yeah. When she was with Valentine. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I think I'd rather see Jakara Alley first. Um, if we're gonna do like a bump up sort of thing, and then maybe Helen. I watched the Helen Alley match this morning, and it was kind of like, like I don't think Alley can take her down. Mm -hmm. And it seemed like Helen only took one shot, and it and scored like. I don't want to say easily, but it was, she fell right into a takedown. It was kind of, it was sweet. She disappeared right into a takedown. Um, when Helen's on, she is the best woman in the world. Um, so that's why I'd want to see Jakara, Ali first. I think that that's a clash of styles too, because Ali kind of has that um, Iowa style, bang on your head sort of style in Jakara is a score from a feet and a technician. So that would be a fun one for me. And so, then maybe she goes through her, then Helen. Yeah. So as far as, you know, if, if I'm making matches and I'm, I'm talking about selling tickets, selling subscriptions and uh, a match we're probably going to see, um, I'd love to do uh forest Tamira just because um, I feel like it's just, too, just, tickets. Yeah, two distinct personalities. Yeah, um, as as Jack, right. yeah, yeah. as <laughs> as, uh, as Jack mentioned, you know, go, if if you're not familiar with these women, go watch an interview with Tamira. She's, uh, you know, just a great personality, kind of off the wall, but very, uh, you know, engaging. And then you have Forrest, who, you know, kind of, even though she's not at Iowa, she kind of personifies that Iowa mentality that, you know, drew all the fans to like her. So yeah. I really think it's something, if produced right, you could really make it a, a cool lead up to those two. Um, now, the actual on match, I don't think it would be that great of a match. I think Tamir would. It'd be a like, Yeah, yeah. I mean, but Snowflake sells. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so, yeah, I got to say, you know, Jack, you said kind of when we started this whole thing, um, you said Tamira was your favorite women's wrestler. Forrest is mine. She's exciting, man. And, yeah, like, I agree. I, I think if that match happened, it, it yeah, it's going to be a tech. I agree, Jack. You're um, probably a McGregor fan, too. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Come <laughs> on. All right. Listen, the, the matches are obviously, you know, it's fun to watch, but you, you can't discount the the hype and the uh you know all the the antics before the match and the interviews, Forrest throwing f bombs and flow interviews and stuff. It's it's exciting, man. I mean, oh no, I agree, I agree, I agree. But Tamir would kill her. And I mean, you you kind of we're gonna get that match, right? We're gonna get it. 
Yeah. Probably. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, you know, it, it's not going to be close, in my opinion. Prove me wrong, I, I guess, you know, like go out and do it, uh, Forrest, if, if you're listening. But right now, Tamir is the number one pound for pound girl in the world, woman in the world. So it's a lofty, lofty goal, lofty accomplishment. That's and what I, I think. Said. You know, you kind of you're poking fun at me for for liking the the big personalities, but I think also like in at least in in my head, I, I kind of put them into categories. Like there's people that are really exciting to watch, right? The McGregor's, the you know the people that are kind of like showmen, right? And they're really like like love them or hate them, you you just you have to watch, right? Like a Thomas Gilman when he was there. Like whether you loved Thomas Gilman or hated Thomas Gilman, you watched, right? Um, But there's also dudes that, dudes and and women that aren't that way, but are my favorites too, right? I kind of have like two like columns, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, in in college wrestling, for example, like obviously I'm an Iowa guy, but like I love DeSanto, right? all the antics, all the crazy stuff, just wild things. Um, but if you ask me like, who's my favorite, you know, just pure wrestler, it's going to change. Right. Like off of, I don't know. Does that make sense? Do yeah. You, you no, I it? get that. I get that. You know, you just gotta, you gotta like a Masvidal Usman sort of situation. So after their post-fight interviews, Masvidal had over a million views. Usman had 300,000. Usman yep. won dominantly, the champ. He's just not a not as flashy like outs off the mat. So that's UFC is a great example for me, right? Because yeah. if you ask me who's my favorite guy to watch of all time, UFC, it might be Connor, right? Just because of how exciting everything around it is, right? Like, dude, I'll watch the press conference, I'll watch the weigh-ins, I'll watch everything, right? Yeah. Well, but if you ask me, is more fun than the actual match. Yeah. But if you ask me who my favorite actual fighter, I'm a huge GSP fan, George St. Pierre, right? I don't think he was the most flashy. He didn't even finish a lot of guys, but I think he's probably the one of the best, if not the best of all time. Yeah. Right? And so it's two different things for me. Um, yeah. No, I get that. I get that. It's like a perfect, it's a perfect thing because Tamir is the better wrestler. Force is the better showman. Yeah. Um, well, that what else? Sure. What other matches do we got that we'd love to see? For me, that's it on domestically. Um, I was gonna say Jakara versus the North Korean that won last year at fifty three, which is we're gonna get eventually. But this girl teched her way through the tournament dominantly, like scored on, got three points scored on her, and teched everybody else, and oh, got a, a pin in a minute once too. So. The head and shoulders best girl at 53 kilos versus probably the head and shoulders best girl at, at 55. I think that that's going to make for a really fun match. Um, I think her name's Park. Or let me check real quick. So another thing that I think is exciting, and if you're you're listening in and you're not a big women's wrestling fan, you haven't followed it a whole lot. Like I said, I haven't even followed it a whole lot, but I I do follow it some, and I think that it's it's a cool thing to get on board with a train that's moving and is is really picking up steam right like for years and years japan 
has just dominated, right? If you look on uh, women's wrestling, like if if you just followed uh, was it UWW or whoever that puts out the world champions after on Instagram, right? Where you like flip through and see the world champions in each weight, it's literally like Japan, 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 U.S. Japan, 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 somebody else, Japan. Like it's it's all Japan, right? And so I think it's really exciting, especially right now, because we're having so many women that are breaking through and like really leading the charge on taking down Japan. I don't know. For, for me, I think that's really exciting that you have this juggernaut that's just been at the top for so long and they're still at the top, uh, but we're getting there and we're chasing. And I think it's something kind of cool to, to latch on board with and really have something to pull for, because I think it's not as exciting if, if we were the top, right. It's not as exciting to jump on and be like, Oh yeah, I love women's wrestling. We're the best. But if you, really get into the sport now and start watching while all these girls are breaking through it's going to be really cool when we eventually get there and we we're at the top so yeah. so kind of along with what you were saying uh, i put out a girls high school class of uh you know 22 rankings uh, yesterday actually <clears throat> the top 100 and this is that's going to be the group like maybe we beat japan before then but the girls in this high school class your upcoming juniors these are the ones that 10 years from now we're going to be talking about. Uh, mm -hmm. You're going to see the top two at that weight class at who's number one with Kennedy Blades and Amit Elor out yeah, of California. She trains in NYC <clears throat> sometimes. New York yeah. Training, so she's sick. Yep. She's yep. Those are the two. And this was like when she was 15, maybe, four, like I would see her train. Really good. And I was told that she was giving Tamira some matches. Um, like that's how good she is at that age. Um, I'm excited to see her on the next level. I think she's going to dominate and she's going to be the next Adeline, next JB or Jordan Burroughs, like the next American that we look at and like, dang, like goat conversation. In in this, this class of girls in high school, there's, you know, four or five or six or seven other ones maybe not to her level, but, you know, pretty close. And, uh, you know, they're going to do some damage, you know, whenever we have another junior worlds, cadet worlds, whatever. Yeah. I think as soon as she can try out for a world team, like if, as soon as she's old enough, she's going to make it and win. Yeah. She got like a bronze. She got a cadet bronze last year. Okay. And I, I actually, I think it was kind of a crappy match in the semis against the Japanese uh, girl kind of mm -hmm. like a 2-1 match where I thought she was a better wrestler, but I'm probably a homer. So I still am on on the train. I think that she is, mm -hmm. she's going to be unreal. And by the time her career is done, it'll be like, wow. Like, she's the best prospect we have in high school, I think, right now. Um, and then you got, you got Kennedy Blades, who's actually – uh, above her and she's won pretty much uh everything you know fargo at both levels uh, a couple times and uh you know that was you know people were talking about about a week ago uh what was the high school girls match to make and that was the match and i'll give flow props for you know at least getting you know yeah getting it getting it done i know they tried to do it last year and i don't know why it fell through but it did so yeah yeah, and that's the thing too, man. They they're just they're the women's 
division or the you know women's wrestling is growing on all levels right we have some great girls in the senior level we have great girls coming through the pipeline um i mean you can watch some depending on where you're at you can watch fantastic women's wrestling in high school right now um i know that for me just thinking about it while you guys are talking um coaching in north carolina if you ask me who's my favorite high school wrestler right now in the state of north carolina it's a it's a girl and it's not even close um, is it the girl that, she yeah. boys, the yes. boys the right? Yeah. I, I don't know if I can say her name or not, um, so I guess I won't. But, uh, yeah, you can look it up. North Carolina had its first ever woman state champion in a guy's division. Um, and I will tell you, my, 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 my wrestlers at state lost, right? So they were, they were out well before. I stayed a whole extra day because I wanted to watch her compete. She is amazing, man. I, I definitely would suggest going and watch her, you know, look up North Carolina uh, girl wins state championship, whatever, whatever it is. I don't know if I could say her name or not. I, I don't want to do that. But um, she destroyed people, man. I, I mean, it, it wasn't even close. I remember just she just muscled people around. I'm pretty sure she either teched or pinned the dude in the semifinals. And then the finals, she measured the guy. Um, and absolutely just ran through them. And it, it was a really cool experience, too, just to see the entire crowd, the whole arena. You know, you have, uh, I guess, in North Carolina, we have four divisions. So you have four different mats going on for the finals, and the entire stadium is just exploding when she won. It was, it was really cool, man. Yeah, I think kind of like what uh, how Jack started off this conversation with, um, you, know, you know, go out there and, and find – uh, women or girls, you know, that you're fans of. Um, and like Jacob was saying, uh, the first final X in uh, state college when, you know, everybody's there to watch David Taylor and Kyle Dake. And, you know, of course, you know, they're the ones that sell tickets, but probably the best match, the best series of that uh, event was at 72 kilos with Aaron Claudio and uh, Rachel Waters. And I would guess most of them that were in the building had no idea who they were. But, you know, afterwards, that's what people were talking about. Uh, you had the same thing with Kayla Miracle and Mallory Velti at that same event. They went to three matches, and those two have went back and forth. So I just feel like if, if they're out there, they're on one of these cards, and, you know, you're exposed to it, you're going to become a fan of uh, you know, some of these women because uh, they are great. I was actually there because um, Nick Renan was in the was in final. Yeah. Like, hell yeah, I'm coming to watch you, man. <laughs> uh, because you know he's like never all American. He made final X, <laughs> so it's like he has an all American yet. He's I think he's a title contender next year if he stays healthy. But anyways, went up there and. I don't think any of the guys' matches went three or three. Like it was kind of dominant. Yeah. Joey McKenna gave Logan Sieber a hell of a match, the first one, but the second one wasn't close. And it was the same thing with Dake and Zahid. And then Nick got smashed by David Taylor. But um, the girls' matches were the highlight for sure. And people were excited and enjoyed it while while it was going on. So yeah, that and I go out and watch for sure. I think, you know, obviously they're talking about doing more of these cards and, you know, whether it be on Flow or Fight TV or whoever, right? Um, I think one of the things that people talked about was it, it wasn't very long, right? And obviously we had the big delay, but like 
it it's hard because for the UFC, you know, these guys are fighting three five minute rounds or five five minute rounds, and, and we can't do that for wrestling. Right? That's not something that we can do. Um, but what I think we can do, and what I think is good for everybody, is you know, instead of having what do we have four or five five matches, why not have ten and sprinkle in you know women's wrestling, uh, Greco. You could throw in a high school match. Like we could free co matches people are talking about um mm. i mean i would love to see all of that i'm not for those personally yeah yeah, yeah. i think that they i don't know i'm just not for them i think That's i get not for it, it. Get cancel it. the sport it's over no. hear me out <laughs> i just don't like see the point i i understand it would help the greco guys like get more recognition because it'd be like they'd probably smash the freestyle guy in Greco and then the uh, the freestyle guy would smash the Greco guy in freestyle. Um, but like I'm about the competition. Like I'm about someone winning. Like how can you they're, – they're two different things. Yeah. Um, for the promotion, yeah, I guess, I guess I'm in. But like personally, like I'm all about the competitiveness. Um, I think it's good just to to get like you're saying get those guys out there those names out there right because if you don't I I agree right it's going to be a bloodbath both ways in my opinion right if you put you know the top Greco guys right you put Kamal Bay with I don't know who's who's his weight somebody good freestyle right whoever it is Kyle Dake right Kamal Kamal Bay Kyle Dake if you put it out there, right, Kyle Dake's going to destroy him in freestyle, okay? Um, Kyle Dake might be one of the ones that could, that could hang Greco-wise. Um, but even if, like, whatever way it goes, even if Kyle Dake won in both of them, um, you're going to – people are going to see Kamal Bay, and they're probably going to see him do something crazy, and they're going to like it, and they're going to want to see more of it, and they're going to go watch it on YouTube, right? Or, or yeah. Wherever. I can get behind that. I can get behind that. Yeah. I just want to see some some wins, you know. I think it'd be cool if Flow or whatever organization started drifting towards a UFC, especially if it doesn't like this Corona stuff doesn't change. Like someone start drifting towards a UFC top fifteen ranking, championship fights, get a belt, something fun like that, you know. Especially if we can't go overseas and like it's so much easier to contain a bubble when it's just like the way they did it this weekend. It was ran perfectly. It was, everyone was isolated in a hotel. There was training in the hotel. There was a sauna in the hotel. There was the competition well, in the hotel. Everything was there. It's perfect. That's, that's uh, what, I, what I wanted to bring up. I was talking with some friends yesterday. Um, if this is kind of sustainable, uh, just cause there's nothing really at stake. Um, you know, it was cool. Rumble on the rooftop was the first event in 100 days. This, you know, is the second. So, you know, as we have more of these, are people going to care less if there's no championship belt, if there's no ranking, if there's no whatever on the line, if it's just two good guys wrestling, you know, is that going to draw the interest of uh, wrestling people? Yeah, I, I definitely think so. I think uh, it would be more. I think it would be better. I do too. And I think they could even keep it simple and they could go only Olympic weights, right? So 
what how many weight classes that like six right so do the olympic weight classes you gotta have a one kilo have a belt do that i don't know i i think something like that'd be fun i definitely would tune in to watch all of them um, i don't think you need a 79 and a 92 because we're not competing for a team title but i think a 70 and a 61 throw those back in there well you could even you, you could even shuffle them or whatever right um but yeah, I think something like that would be really fun, good to watch. Um, we only got about five minutes left. There's one thing I kind of wanted to wind down with. Um, there's been you know rumblings of of Flo doing it again, um, and what I just I'm interested. What match would you guys like to see if there was another card? And I'll start it off because I already threw it out there. Um, I, I'd love to see Seth and Yanni. Mm-hmm. Would love to see it. Seth's trying to get down to 57. I don't yeah. Think that's to make. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Um, yeah. I mean, I would love uh, Gilman and Spencer Lee. You got Gilman, that. Spencer, Fix, Spencer, Suriano, Spencer. Any of those things. I just want to see more freestyle Spencer because it helps me. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Gable, Gwiz. <laughs> That would be intriguing. That Gable go, Snyder. S- Snyder Cox? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, 65, you got like 10 different guys you can make good matches with. Jake Burroughs, Burroughs, Imar. Yep. Imar, Daringer. I know that's a catch weight. Uh, James Green Burroughs. Yeah. Man, I wish – I wish so badly that that Jordan Bur- that Burroughs and uh, David Taylor were not as far apart in weight now. I wish that they were closer. I would love to see that one run back. But I always thought Taylor gave Burroughs a worse style matchup than anyone. Well, just I think like David is so much better, so much better than the last time they wrestled, and I, I wish they were close enough to wrestle again. I'd love to see it. Love to see it. I agree. Sixty-five, Jo versus Yanni. I think Yanni versus anyone really. Yeah. I mean, you got McKenna, Zane. Uh, yeah, I don't know. All those guys. That RBY match would be fun. Because yep. he's big yep. enough. I think that freestyle will be interesting with Seth and RBY. Their full style match was really close, but I think that their freestyle match could go either way. Yeah. Um, At heavyweight, uh, Kirk Lee, I'd like to see, you know, where he stacks up against some of those guys because he's had some good international success. Yeah, for sure. I think Gable's going to be on the next one. He posted something where he tweeted it out. So Yeah, because they they messaged him. We're like, hey, would you want to wrestle this guy? Got to be Gable Gliz. I know that they wrestled last year. I think it's going to be different, man. I want to see Gable Snyder. Gable Snyder would be crazy, huh? Yeah, that's what I want to see, man. I've got um, Snyder, but I could see it going either way because Gable's huge. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. He also runs like a four six forty, which is just a terrifying thought because he's gigantic and he's just absolutely unreal. <laughs> yeah, for sure. 
All right. Well, um, I'm about to have to go, so we're gonna have to wind this thing down. Do you guys have any any last words on on this conversation? You know, women's wrestling in general, whatever. Before we go, yeah. Just reminder: just go find a favorite women's wrestler, support women's wrestling. Go support Greco wrestling. Find a favorite Greco guy. Um, post about him. Tweet about him. Um, make it known that you want to see more of it, and uh, you know, take it into your own hands. Social media is powerful. Go promote them. Yeah, hundred percent. A lot of good. Yeah, and, and you know, money talks. So uh, you know, support them somehow with your money. Let you know people know that you have money you want to spend on, you know, Greco women's wrestling or whatever, you know, your preference is. Yeah, absolutely. Buy a shirt, buy a sticker, whatever they're selling, do something like that, support it. Um, I know that, uh, you know, Earl's got a lot of really good content over there on the open mat for women's wrestling, um, USA wrestling, track wrestling. They, they put out good stuff too. Um, and, and so, you know, go consume the content find it find you you know latch on to a, a good women's wrestler pick your favorite watch some good matches let us know what you think man uh, but thank you for joining us and we will see you next time